Hey, Marshall. Hey, Elizabeth. Do you want to talk about Lost? Yes, I do. Oh, that's good. That's great, in fact. Because this is the Jungle of Mystery podcast, and that's what we do here. And this week, we're talking about Season 2, Episode 14, One of Them. Yes. Holy shit. I don't remember what I guessed for this, but I... I don't either. I assume I, honestly, I was way I think, fucking wrong. I don't think you said Saeed. No, not even close. I, I'm, I really don't remember. Maybe we should start, <laughs> like, paying attention to the things we say in our own podcast. <laughs> well, normally it's, it's been, well, I guess not, because we get a backlog, so no one yeah. would have edited that at we this never, point. We never know. We never know. No. Anyway. Also, um, normally it's the week after, so this has been two weeks. Yeah, I've missed so talking to forgotten. you lost. Yes delightful to be back i'm pretty sure you were wrong about it though <laughs> no i totally was because i was like i didn't i you know i, I think maybe actually any of this lock or something i don't know one of one of them yeah. i might have said anna lucia or something but it definitely it doesn't matter it wasn't this <laughs> anyway saeed it's saeed but before we talk about saeed i want to talk about the little subplot just to more or less kind of get it out of the way because it was a weird one this is one of my less least one of my least favorite uh lost b plots is this weird shit with sawyer and the frog it's very weird i guess they just had to fill the extra space in the episode i mean it was you know kind of our normal kind of our our routine for lost now which is when we have a very intense episode like this one was we have a super fun little subplot that completely diverts and it usually involves hurley it just wasn't fun and like it wasn't fun also, maybe it would have been fun, you know, if we hadn't just watched The Long Con was our previous episode. Yeah. Like, Sawyer does not deserve <laughs> a fun subplot right now. It's, it's very, very, it's very, very strange tone shift. And spoilers, uh, I didn't like you to kill the frog. So, yeah, really I thought that they, was unnecessary. Really, really hope they wash their hands. Um, oh, he would be... Uh, We'll get to this. He'd be super dead. If He'd be that dead actually. as shit. He'd be dead as fuck. That was not a tree frog, by the way, everybody. <laughs> it was a fucking poison dart frog. So enjoy your your painful death that probably involves shitting yourself. <laughs> as most natural deaths do. <laughs> so anyway, uh, yeah, the Sawyer Frog subplot. Um, the only thing that really comes out of it is we learn that Hurley has a hidden stash of food. From the hatch. Yep. Um, so even he has his little secrets. And, you know, Sawyer enlists his help in finding this frog in exchange for not telling everyone about the food that he has stashed. At one point, he's going to fucking pull a gun on the frog, which is kind of whack. It's... <laughs> I've been angry before. <laughs> at, like, stuff. Like, I, I never... You know, I've had, you know, stuff getting into my attic, and I've had mice, you know, yeah. a mice problem, but I've never stalked the house with my AR. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's, it's, there's not much to say about it. It's weird. Um, Sawyer calls Hurley a bunch of names, one of the mill, Hurley's over it. Um, but they find the frog, and then they're kind of bonding for a second, it seems like. Kind of. 
Uh, Hurley tells a story about his pet turtle, Stuart. And then Hurley wants to just take the frog away where it won't hurt anybody. It won't bother anybody. And Sawyer's like, yeah, we could do that. Or, and then he just smushes it and then puts the dead frog in Hurley's hand and walks away. And that's our fun (laughs) B-plot. Fun fucking B-plot. I mean, I guess it's just supposed to, like, I don't know how intentional it is, honestly. Um, I can't get a read on, are they trying to salvage him a little bit and still make him a fun character, even though we're supposed to hate him? Or was this purely supposed to be like, oh, is he going to be fun again? Nope, just kidding. Fuck you. Sawyer sucks now. Like, you know what I mean? I don't know if it was intentional. If it was was supposed to feel as bad as it did. It felt like maybe they were... Because they've done a couple episodes, I feel like, where they've just had a plot and flashbacks. Yeah. And I feel like maybe this was one of those, but then it came down to it. They had to cut some stuff for some reason. They were like, shit. Uh, we got four minutes and yeah. two seconds. <laughs> yeah, we got to fill to meet our runtime. So somebody writes some shit about uh, and they reach into a hat and they pull out Sawyer and Hurley. Sawyer and Hurley. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's it what does, it felt like. It does feel me. like that a little bit. Yeah. So. Yeah. So that's the frog. Let's get to why we're really here. Um, yeah. Saeed, our boy Saeed. We have and Rousseau is back. And Rousseau is back. Yeah, but first. Let's talk about uh, these emotional fucking flashbacks. Um, I kind of figured you might have some things to say (laughs) about some of the revelations that we have in these flashbacks. It's very... Yeah. I wasn't expecting any of this. It's very... Yeah. 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 (laughs) It's fucking wild. Um, First off, right off the bat, we have... um, Kate's dad is in this episode. Yeah, it took until, and again, it's one of those things, I'm glad I watched this with Larissa because she (laughs) pointed that out. (laughs) Oh, I was hoping you'd get it right away because I called him a Muppet in that one episode and I thought you would, like, remember his face. Yeah, I I just, uh, it was when he pulled the picture out. She was like, oh, it's Kate's dad. I was like, oh, shit, you're right, it is. Yeah, I kind of wish they hadn't, like, handed it to you. Because, I mean, I think it's, yeah, I don't know. They hand it to you. They let you know. If you didn't get it up until this point, this is who this character is. It's Kate's dad. Woohoo! <laughs> yeah, I guess I just, I, I feel like I, I don't know. Normally I try to be on the lookout for that kind of stuff, but I was really just watching, I guess, like, the other context of yeah, what was happening yeah. at that moment. I don't know. Yeah. It's forgivable. It's also hard to balance trying to watch the episode for the first time and also, like, pay attention to every little bit. That's fair. Yeah. There's a lot you know. of a lot of little background uh, connections and characters and stuff um, in some of these episodes that it's easy to miss the first time. Um, so yeah, Saeed is is taken by the U.S. military. Uh, it's in the Gulf War. He's a baby. He what they say he's 23 in this episode. Is that right? Well, he says that it, it was 23 when the Americans came to his country, but. I would say he's he's maybe he's obviously older than that here because we've seen him in this base before this, so he wouldn't be twenty three, or he he might still be twenty three, but it's months after he turned twenty three, right? Sure, yeah. Um, because they take the base that we've seen him in before. No, the flashbacks we've seen of him before are long after this. Really? Yeah. Oh. We we see him. Having gone back to the Republican Guard with his new skills, right? 
That's the big yeah. revelation of this episode is, oh my god, this is the first time he tortured someone. The U.S. military is what made him torture someone for the first time. Okay. When we see his flashbacks in season one, he's already been doing that for a while. That's that's like his thing. <laughs> right. That's okay. why he, you know, rose in the ranks and everything. Uh, he, he was their communications officer or whatever, right? So this would have been in the Gulf War. Yeah. Okay. I, I get what you're saying now. Okay. Yeah. So he, he is young in this episode. He's fresh-faced, still, you know, thinks he's maybe doing the right thing. <laughs> and then the U.S. military is like, hey, let's fuck you up for life. Yeah, and also they, like, <clears throat> they're being shelled and they're destroying all these documents and all of a sudden the doors open. <laughs> 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 it's like they man they the the cavalry really timed that perfectly to not get blown up by friendly fire <laughs> they're like and the last mortar is dropping now <laughs> um so yeah he there's a u.s pilot who's been taken uh and saeed's commanding officer knows where he is so he's been tasked to interrogate and torture him to find out where the pilot is and um, we were just talking about this a couple episodes ago. Look who shows up. Fucking Clancy Brown. Yep. Right? Yeah. Yep. I was Mr. so excited Krabs. when we were talking, <laughs> when we were talking about character actors, like, uh, I guess it was the last episode. It was the long con. Yeah. And I was like, and you mentioned Clancy Brown. I was like, oh, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was like, holy shit. Look at that. I can't believe, like, I expected like, literal you know, next episode. 20, 20 episodes from now. <laughs> yeah. Oh, hey. Remember when we talked about Clancy Brown, but it was literally the next episode. <laughs> um, so, um, you know, Clancy Brown shows uh, shows Saeed this footage of the chemical attack on his on his home um, and reveals that it was his commanding officer who uh, made that happen, right? Yep. To kind of encourage him to cooperate and torture him. And I didn't know if you thought, if there's a little bit of a gray area here, um, like, do you think that this footage is what sways Saeed to torture him? Or do you think it's more just survival? Like, I mean, it seems like it's the footage. Yeah. Because he really has a, I mean, uh, yes, he has a very, very severe reaction to it. But I just wonder if like the Saeed that we know would have just done it anyway. Like, would he have died the quote-unquote honorable death right go down fighting or would he always have just done what it takes to survive is is what i wonder about about our boy i think it might have it might have taken longer to convince him if without this yeah right but um yeah i don't i don't know i mean it it for me that seemed like the tipping point yeah yeah everything um about loyalty versus loyalty without question exactly yeah which is funny coming from the U.S. military. Yep, yep, yep. But, um, <laughs> it's okay. Don't be shy. I knew you'd have a lot to say in this episode. <laughs> yeah. Well, the other thing is that it's this. This is essentially like the. I mean, not the torture part, but like the. the this is like the plot of Black Hawk Down. I don't know if you've seen that movie or are familiar with the Mogadishu. No. The incident uh, no. in Mogadishu. Okay. But this like <clears throat> trying to recover a downed helicopter pilot. Okay. Um, it, the most famous. Or infamous, I guess, instance of it is is the one that happened in the uh, in Mogadishu, and they made that movie Black Hawk Down about it. That had all you know <clears throat> had a bunch of like the what ended up being the premier actors of the 21st century in it, but they were all wee babies. Yeah, in yeah. This, in that movie, um, but yeah, I mean, it, <clears throat> and he, but he, 
so I mean, all the uniforms it didn't they didn't have a ton of insignia on them. Like they didn't have the name patches or anything. Yeah, they didn't have the right rank. Uh, but he was definitely. It, it felt like to me it was heavily implied that he was a contractor or like a wet works guy, like or Clancy Brown. Okay. Yeah. 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 Specifically, like someone from the CIA or somebody. Yeah. Contracted by the CIA, he was not an officer, but okay. he he you know held a lot of sway. Yeah. Um. But just like not wearing any of the standard gear. Yeah. Uh. All that kind of stuff. Operating outside of what she would consider standard. Right. You know? Right. Um. The the biggest reveal that we have, like we mentioned before, uh, of these flashbacks is. Um, obviously they explicitly lay it out at the end, but I think it's pretty obvious, um, the moment that he comes out of that room with his hands covered in blood. Yeah. And he says where the pilot is, like, it hits you like a fucking truck that that's the first time he's ever tortured somebody. Yeah, that, yeah, that was, uh, they they built up to that really well. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, his his performance in this whole episode, but especially that scene, like that really quick scene <laughs> of him just walking out with his hands shaking and just saying, you know, the pilot was executed two days ago. Like, God, that this is the basis for his entire character as we know it is is this moment. And yeah, it's oh huge. Oh, God. Um, and then they drop him back off with a bunch of cash. And uh, Clancy Brown says, uh, in Arabic, <laughs> nope. fucking asshole, um, <laughs> that, you know, essentially now he has a new set of skills that he can use um, <clears throat> if he ever needs them. And Saeed says that he will never do it again. Oh, Saeed. Yeah. And that, uh, I, there's like a, that, that visual they used of that highway, that like very straight highway. Yeah. With all the smoke in the distance. I can't remember the name. I think it was like... It ended up being called like the Highway of Death. But that was... Uh, I think it was during the Gulf War. Where the Iraq Iraqi uh, Republican Guard just got completely obliterated. Mm. And they had to get like bulldozers to push all the corpses off, off of the road. To Jeez. make way to push into... Yeah. But, but that <clears throat> that imagery like that very straight road through the desert and all the smoke in the distance is it yeah. was even if i mean even if people don't recognize it from photos from the war it's still very poignant but that's yeah 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 i can only imagine that's a direct reference to that because it was such a such a memorable series of, of images that came out <clears throat> and that like obviously we've had war photographers for a while but as we get closer and closer to the modern day the you start getting more and more yeah. Images because of digital and all that kind of stuff starting to pop up. Mm -hmm. uh, but that was, I thought that was a nice touch, a nice reference. Yeah, um, it, yeah, it was pretty, pretty poignant, like you said. Um, and the, uh, bad green you know, screen and all. <laughs> still. Yeah, I mean, there was definitely, I mean, it, yeah. it was 2006, yeah. but it was still powerful. They, they were, do I mean, if you paid really close attention, you could kind of see some of the, the edge. Like the edging on the characters, like yeah, uh, <laughs> for sure you the, could. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you could. the The thing that really kind of took me out of it was that last shot of him 
Yeah. Because they didn't light them correctly. Yeah. <laughs> um, everything else was like, okay, I've seen I've seen a million green screenshots, and I can suspend disbelief. Right. That was right. the only shot of that that was like, well, that wasn't great, but the rest of it was it, it still did the job. Yeah, and I mean, <laughs> you know, his, I still have his... that. This was made in two thousand six thing. Yeah, yeah. Like, okay. It's not fair to make fun of it too much, but no. his face, his acting fixes all of it. <laughs> I think. Yeah. Um, and this tactic of you know, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> not this specific method, but this is how we got, this is why we worked with Osama bin Laden up until uh, the invasion of Kuwait was this same process. We said, yeah. hey, you can help us out. Right, we right. We can work together because you don't like, you know, you're ultra conservative Islamic and you don't like the modern government. We don't like them either because they're interfering with our oil interests. Oh, I mean, democracy. Sorry, democracy. <laughs> they're not doing a democracy. Um, uh, and we can work together and be friends. Uh, and that's, you know, flipping assets is a, is a very common thing. I mean, we not that it's not like a thing that started recently. Like, that's a critical part of warfare. But especially <clears throat> from this kind of perspective, uh, going like going into the Iraq war is very common. It's a very common tactic. Yeah. And boy, you know, maybe it was some kind of fucked up... Uh, fucked up fate that Clancy Brown gave him this skill set that he ends up using an awful lot on the island. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's all all leading up to this. Um, I guess this was still, like, they don't they don't really glorify it, right? Like, did you ever watch 24? Yeah. Okay. They really kind of glorify no, torture sure. in that yeah, show. Yeah, yeah. Uh, not, not kind of. They super glorify torture in that show. Mm -hmm. um, it what we know now, it it doesn't it doesn't do anything. Right. It's not good for getting information because people will tell you whatever. <laughs> tell you whatever you want to hear. Whatever you want to hear. Yeah. Um. No, but, I, I, this show definitely does not glorify it. I mean, no, it doesn't. But it but it also it still is like it still gives him what he needs. Right? Yeah, I guess that's true. It, it glorifies it in the manner of like it worked. Yeah, I'm I'm a badass who knows how to get information out of you this way. But yeah, right. I guess. It's... But it, it didn't glorify it in the sense that it wasn't like, oh yeah, Saeed's gonna torture somebody. It was like, right, oh, right. Boy, it's never gonna torture somebody. It's never seen as like justified in the yeah. show, um, and it always fucks <clears throat> him up even more. It's not it's boy. not literal torture porn. Right, <laughs> right. Well, let's get to it. Um, the meat, TM. Um, the the meat they took with a crossbow. <laughs> yeah, so Rousseau's back. Um, Never would have guessed that. Yeah, so we haven't seen Rousseau since. That's another one we haven't seen since season one. We got and like Smokey back halfway through back. season one, right? Um, she was with the group. No, she was up until the end because she fucking stole That's Aaron. Right. right? She was a uh, right. the ended up being the antagonist of the season finale. Um. Which comes oh, up that's here. Right, that's right. Right, because Saeed does not trust her anymore. Um, yeah, surprising. <laughs> yeah, but she says she has something important that will help him. Um, she takes him to Henry Gale from Minnesota, who is in one of her traps, and he's been there for a day. Um, Russo shoots him in the back with an arrow <laughs> when he tries to run away. Well, after Saeed frees him against her. Yeah, yeah. Saeed, Saeed lets him go. Uh, he looks around like a poor little rat in a trap for a minute. And then he runs. <laughs> and yeah. Russo shoots him in the back. Um, 
But she looks at Saeed and she says he is one of them. Um, she says, you should take him back to your doctor because he's no good to you dead. But you should talk to him, which as I recall is what you do. But mm-hmm. know that he will lie for a long time. He will lie. So what are you thinking at this moment about Henry <clears throat> from Minnesota? Well, obviously you're supposed to be balanced between like Rousseau is un- super duper unhinged. Right. Uh, so she's, I guess you, I don't know, unreliable narrator. That's not the term, but it's no, that that's exactly thing. that's exactly what she. Oh, is. is that the term? Okay. Yes, unreliable, unreliable narrator, narrator is. Uh, yeah. <clears throat> so, but this, I mean, this guy, he doesn't, you know, never seen him before. Right. He's not dressed. I mean, he's kind of ambiguously dressed. Like he's he's not wearing like canvas, you know, but he's also not wearing kind of regular clothes almost so it, it seems like it's in, it's all intentionally ambiguous yeah um to not really give you an indication of, of what he's supposed to be uh I, I mean honestly through the whole thing i was just kind of like i don't know <laughs> like i'm just i'm just trying to watch every little bit and see what they're what conclusion they're going to come to because yeah he seems convincing but who knows yeah Let's let's see what everyone else's reaction is to him. Um, Saeed brings him back to the hatch. Locke has taken one of those hatch naps that we've talked yeah, about. Yeah, I was like, look, somebody's using the fucking, fucking bed. Finally, he looks delightfully comfortable. Like, good for you, Locke. Take a hatch nap. Um, they just sit there and, like, calmly question him while he's fucking dying. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, um, like, I, I get that she shot him in a quote-unquote non-vital place right but i mean if you just let him it's sit not there great <laughs> uh, there's a lot of arteries and, and yeah. veins and nerves that pass through like that upper part you know and also it's a a freaking uh, uh what's the what's the term it's a macgyvered bow and arrow <laughs> yeah <laughs> like made of whatever she found in the forest, I can't imagine she bothered to sterilize it beforehand. Right. Like it, the fact that he, when he first got shot, I was like, okay, he'd be on the grounds if he was alive. He would be absolutely screaming. Yeah. Uh, and then the, when they get him back, he's like, oh, I can talk now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a little silly that he obviously seems scared, but he's like responding to them easily and yeah. everything. But anyway, um. What he says is he and his wife crashed in a balloon four months ago. They were trying to cross the Pacific. Uh, three weeks ago, his wife got sick and died. Did that make you go, oh, when he said she got sick? Yeah, it made me think of Rousseau's story. Yeah, uh-huh. Um, did so she they, call it something specific, or did she just say they got sick? No, I think she's. she just said they got sick. Right. Um, they were staying in a cave off the beach, and then Jack comes in. Uh, and is like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, Saeed says... You know says, what? I will... I'm gonna... Uh, Jack had very reasonable reactions to everything in this episode. Ja- uh, yeah. Okay. Thank you very much. I was ja- gonna ja- come Jack after was, you. <laughs> and I... I And uh, I very much enjoyed his... Like, the way he... Talked a lot. Huh? The way he talked a lot this episode? Yes. Yes. yes his acting. <laughs> yes. In that was excellent because he was like, "Oh, oh, he's he's unhinged." Yeah, he's like, "You guys have lost your fucking minds." <laughs> yeah, he's like, 
we, you, let's see what happens. We don't, we, you don't push the button, lock. <laughs> Locke's like, you wouldn't do that. He's like, oh, really? I wouldn't, I wouldn't fucking do that. I was like, oh, no. <laughs> oh, he man. was so sweaty. <laughs> I, <laughs> I know they really do, the, they do. I, I see that all the time in this show. Like, they just really do the sweat. But he was like, just finished a marathon. <laughs> sweating, yelling in Locke's face. Those, those anger sweats. <laughs> oh, man. Just very mad sweaty. It's, it's very good. So, yes. Um, Jack Jack gets a gets a A-plus in yeah. this episode. Um, Finally gets a win after being such a... Thank you. Tool. God. I'm so on Jack's side in this episode. Um... Said says Rousseau believes he's an other, and poor Henry says, an other what? <laughs> yeah. Um, also, it's kind of silly that, this is one of the first times that it feels a little bit silly that they refer, like, the phrase used is, he's an other, right? Like, the title of this episode is one of them. I feel like that would have been a lot smoother to say, like, Rousseau believes he's one of them, right? Right. But instead... <laughs> They say Russo believes he's an other, like it's an he's official. An other, yeah, it's weird, but I mean that's what they call him. So there we go. Um, Saeed says he didn't get Jack right away because he wanted to get honest answers from Henry. Um, and then so now Jack is finally able to treat him. And again, I laugh a little bit. We have like a renewed ability now for them to just have literally whatever the plot requires that they have. He pulls out like the Dharma Initiative hydrogen peroxide. <laughs> Yeah. Right? Like in season one, everything they might possibly need, they would find in the plane wreckage. And now they have it in their little pantry. <laughs> this is at least more believable. No, it's just fun. Like, I don't know what it is because it's not that unbelievable that like your basic, you know, uh, basic pantry would be stocked with <coughs> things like hydrogen peroxide. But it's still just funny. Like, It's me... funnier because it's all branded. <laughs> yeah, let me whip out my Dharma of hydrogen peroxide. <laughs> yeah. Um. Saeed and Locke have kind of a little aside while while Jack is treating him. Uh, Locke says he's convincing, um, but Saeed says that he can find out for sure if he's telling the truth. If Locke yeah. can secretly change the combination of the armory. Um, and Locke says what I think we're all thinking, which is just that Saeed is angry and is looking for someone to take it out on. Yeah. Um, you know... There was a time where I would believe instantly if Saeed said he's one of them or he's another. It would be like, well, okay, Saeed's like pretty much always right, <laughs> right? Mm -hmm. But in this episode, he's just so unhinged. Like he's coming from such a place of emotion and anger and is not the Saeed that we know. So he's almost more like Rousseau in this episode. Like we can't really trust that he's right. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, it's he's becoming another unreliable narrator. Yeah, exactly. He's <coughs> he cannot blame, and he shouldn't really blame Ana Lucia for Shannon's death because really the others are the reason for Shannon's death and and the fear that they created. So now here's this random man that he he's never seen before and can essentially, you know do whatever he wants with this man, right? With with no repercussions. So in his mind, it's easier to just be like, well, obviously he's another. So better torture him for information. <laughs> but, right. And it's know. pretty, I mean, it's pretty like un, not heavy handed, but it's unhidden or un, I don't know what, it's not subtle that what they're trying to say 
in general is just like the treatment of an other, right? Exactly, like, exactly. Yeah, like yeah. Just in general. Yeah. Like obviously you have an enemy, but now anyone that is is not you is grouped into that yeah. category. And then of course if you couldn't get that <laughs> on your own, like this show sometimes holds your hand a little bit. Locke is like, aren't we all others when you think about it? Yeah. <laughs> Okay, thank you. Yes, the audience, we understand. Thank you. We we get what you're coming. Oh, what you're I, got, at. I got it now. Aren't we all others to? We're all others to Rousseau, and this man is an other to us. Yeah. Is that your Locke voice? <laughs> like a like a a slow posh gentleman. Um. Yeah. So Ricky pointed out how how crazy it kind of is in this episode. How quickly Saeed jumps to let's torture him. It but is very quickly. It, I mean, it makes sense with who he is now. Like, he is, like, dead inside, you know? Like, he has yeah. nothing left. He has no soul anymore. He fucking thinks they're all in hell anyway. So what is the point, you know? Like, let me do what I'm apparently fated to do, and that is just torture people. <laughs> and yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he's, he's not doing it out of any reasonable motivation anymore. It's purely just rage. Um, and like almost a nihilism. Yeah. So he locks himself in the armory with Henry, and a little bit later, Jack realizes that the pliers are missing. Yeah. And it's like, oh god. <laughs> but it's also like, did you really? Was that the thing where you thought, oh, he's torturing him? Like, I don't know. It like it, it was took definitely, to that point. <laughs> it was definitely a chilling. I don't know. It didn't feel that chilling to me because I, I, I the whole time I was like, I mean, I guess it's dramatic irony, but. Did he really not think that that's what was going on in uh, there? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It, and also, you don't need pliers to torture somebody. Right. He doesn't even fucking use them. <laughs> no, he just... He, he like, wails light, on him. <laughs> he lightly puts it around his fingers. and Yeah, I mean, tools do make it more brutal. But also, beating somebody in the face over and over again yeah. is pretty fucking brutal. I don't know. I just feel like the... Like, realizing that he's brought a tool with him... It just makes it seem more... Official? <laughs> I don't know. Like, more uh, calculated and scary as opposed to just, like, I want to lock myself in a room and beat this guy up. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. Anyway. um, Jack is reasonably pissed. And Locke says, you know, you're the one who wants to raise an army. And it's, you know, you only raise an army when you're at war. And this is part of that. And then, but Jack says, what if he's telling the truth? And Locke says, what if he's not? So it's kind of hard to get a read on... <clears throat> lock in this episode too like to me it feels like he doesn't really buy into what he's doing um no right? I, I feel like luck he's trying to convince himself as much lock as he's trying is to a reluctant Jack. yeah kind of participant in this yeah he you know i don't know if he really feels much regret or remorse because at the end of the day like he wants information too right he's not a great guy um well it's also he when he uh when he decides on something he commits yeah he commits so fully when he dis yeah and 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 we see that a lot of times he doesn't know what the fuck he's doing so i think he quickly jumped on the saeed train in this episode and then was like oh god i don't know if this was the right choice but he's kind of trying to talk himself into you know thinking that it is and also i think it doesn't help that the person on the other side of that is Jack, and I think he just can't help himself. Oh, for sure. <laughs> when it oh, comes to opposing sure. Jack. <laughs> yeah, it, it definitely is like, oh, well, I don't, you know, this is my, my you know, nemesis. 
Yeah. But yeah, he he has to commit. He commits to everything. Yeah. And I don't know if it's sunk cost fallacy or if it's just he doesn't want to. He's very reluctant to like admit being wrong. Like mm-hmm. it has to. He has to almost get you know drug into a hole in the ground. <laughs> and then even then, even so then, I, and even then, like <clears throat> he says, so, yeah. "You should have let me go." <laughs> yeah, you should have let me go. Like, okay, yeah, he's. This is definitely not. Even if he maybe in his mind is like. Mm, about this he's definitely he's gonna do it, it because yeah, he decided once it. he's in it he's in it yep in for a penny in for a pound whatever <laughs> the fuck a pound is i speak american <laughs> so a lot is discussed in these scenes with saeed henry um he says uh she got sick saeed tells him to elaborate his wife had a fever after two days she was delirious and then she died <clears throat> um he you know and then saeed reveals he says, I was 23 years old when the Americans came to my country. I was a good mo- a good man, a soldier, and when they left, I was something different. This description of the sickness sounds just like a straight-up sickness, right? Yeah, it, d- it doesn't sound like, or does just sound like, I don't know, botulism or... Yeah. I mean, g- getting a fever is such an easy thing to do when you're not in modern... Or getting a fever and dying from a fever is a very easy thing to do when you're not in modern... Yeah. So maybe it wasn't a... A Russo brand sickness. It was just a sickness. Um, Saeed asks Henry about the balloon. Um, everything about the balloon. He describes it in detail, the dimensions of it. Uh, he says if you look down and on, it, on it from the top, you see a big yellow smiley face. Um, he and his wife Jennifer were traveling like this because he was rich and he wanted to and thought it'd be cool. You know, so he he's just describing all these details of his life. Uh, are you buying any of it? Well... <coughs> Uh, not really. Um, and this is, so what, what he's doing are very common regular interrogation techniques where you like, you, you ask, like even in modern, like even just regular police, right? Like you ask a bunch of details. Yeah. Uh, and, and the reason is so that you can go back later and ask for those same details. Right, right. And if they don't match up, that's an indication that it's possibly a lie yeah um so those are that that was <clears throat> i like the uh you know that that's a very stand like a very like i said a very standard interrogation technique to like okay you you came in a balloon talk about the balloon how big was it what did it look like yeah what you know what was your wife's name all that kind of stuff like really drill down uh and and saturate the subject with with questions and thoughts yeah. Uh, it makes it easier for them to slip up if they're, excuse me, hiding something. But the whole time, like, I don't know if it was the fact that it was a balloon. Yeah, it's it's ridiculous. The, it's... the thought of <laughs> a giant smiley face balloon. Also, a detail that threw people at the time, that I'll go ahead and tell you now. Uh, his name, Henry Gale, does that mean anything to you? I mean, Gale is a type of wind. So, Henry Gale... Is from the Wizard of Oz. Oh, the main no character shit. in the Wizard of Oz is Dorothy Gale. Henry Gale is her uncle <laughs> in Kansas. Uh, and all right, know, well, this motherfucker's definitely lying. So <laughs> that was the general sentiment at the time when this first came out. Everyone was like, "Okay, this is fucking weird. This can't be true." But also, it doesn't really feel like he's an other. Like it feels like he's something else. You know what I mean? Like it feels well, like he's so lying. did. Uh, so did. Oh, what was that guy's name that was in the 
uh, tail section. Goodwin? That or Nathan? Goodwin. Which one? Uh, Goodwin. The one who was actually another? Yeah. Okay. So you're getting the same vibe as Goodwin? Not necessarily the same vibe, but I'm but I, I'm just saying that it he doesn't come ac- across as like Zeke or the other people. Okay. Right? Like it's 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 feasible. Yeah. It's like it it, <clears throat> it it does not feel like this could possibly be true what he's saying. But also it doesn't feel like he's an other either. <laughs> of course as Locke says, we're all others really. But you know, it doesn't feel like he is part of our established group of antagonists. It feels like he is right. something different. It does. So this is when shit gets a little unhinged. Um, Saeed pulls out the pliers and starts asking about where he buried his wife and how he buried her and how long it took and how deep it was and how many shovelfuls and, you know. Yeah. He fucking goes off the deep end. Um, and just real quick before we move on from oh, the, yeah. the, the balloon thing. Like, obviously the balloon concept is insane, but also surviving a, a plane crash into the ocean is also insane right so exactly every the, the circumstances everything of everyone, is weird yes the circumstances of everyone on this island are fucking crazy so and so like when they say oh i flew here on a balloon it's like at my first reaction i was like well that's fucking stupid and then i think for something <laughs> like oh well these people sur- survived a plane crash into the ocean and they found a bunker with a with yep, a single irish exactly. guy living in it or exactly. british guy whatever the fuck he is I can't remember. Scottish. I still can't remember. We've talked about this a million times. What is he? What Scottish. is Desmond? He's Scottish. Scottish. Fuck. Every time. <laughs> With these white people and their <laughs> weird accents. Uh, yeah, Scottish. Anyways, it's all like, oh, it, sure. You came in here on a balloon. Why not? Yeah. There was a there was a plane full of drugs, drugs that came here from statues. Africa. Yeah, exactly. With like, Virgin Mary statues, why the fuck not? Balloon, absolutely. It feels <clears throat> insane, but also, why why would he be lying? Like we'll get we'll get to this at the end. Um, There's a smoke monster. Talk talk more about him, but yeah. <laughs> so, uh, sorry yeah. for the uh, derail. No, 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 no. Um, so yeah, Saeed... He starts, he freaks out because he's basically delving into his sorrow his, his about own grief. Shannon. Yeah. He's saying, oh, this can't be true because you don't remember every detail and you're not consumed by grief about your wife, right? Henry says, did you lose someone here too? And then Saeed kind of unexpectedly opens up to him, right? He says, it was an accident. Um, the woman responsible thought she was someone else, someone coming to hurt her, someone like you. Mm-hmm. And then Henry says, hurting me isn't going to bring her back. And then Saeed drops the pliers and just beats the shit out of him. Yeah, he does. With the horrible Foley punching sounds. <laughs> yeah. Um, and yeah, this is the scene that you like between Jack and Locke. Yes. Um, Jack throws Locke against the wall uh, and tells him to open the door because you can hear Henry crying out for help uh, and the punching sounds. And yeah, they have the back and forth about pushing the button. And Locke says, you wouldn't. And he says, I wouldn't what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's re- it's really good. Since you want to see what's gonna happen, let's just you see what's, what's gonna, gonna happen. <laughs> let's see. I don't be- I don't believe in it. I'm willing to see what happens. Are you? He Jack faces so hard. Oh man, and he does, so but he's so unhinged. Jack is so right in this episode. Like he's so right. <laughs> no, he he is, and his reaction is totally. It's, it's the one time that he on goes par. off and screams at everyone, and it's actually like, no, you know what? I am on your side. <laughs> Yeah, he's not being, like, a, a whiny bitch boy. He's like, yeah, this is correct. Like, yeah, this is insane. 
and it's also just funny to Locke always almost always gets out of stuff with like a, a cryptic saying or like redirection. Yeah. But this time No, Locke <laughs> shuts him or Jack shuts him down. Yeah, he, he shuts him down, totally he pushes him, him up against place. the wall, it's like, oh, oh Locke, yeah. you <laughs> You fucked up. Your your fancy sayings are and your your like mind fuckery is not helping you this time. And then he even tries to get out of it. He tries to tell him the combination, and Jack is like, no, 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 no. He's like, you yeah. unlock. What do you think? I'm fucking stupid. You do it. <laughs> so he does it and he scurries over to the button. Yes. And, and holy he shit. Fucks it up. He doesn't get there in time. And Let's... we what the fuck? Okay. So <laughs> Yeah, tell me what happens, Marshall. Okay. What did, what did you see? They look like hieroglyphics. Yep. Uh, 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 unfortunately, one of them, uh, uh, my wife pointed out, looked like a butt plug. Oh uh, so you had butt plug, bird, and then like rake, or or old fashioned crutch. Okay. Uh, maybe it was a fish. I don't know. Um, but you, we never saw the other two. Right. So you had, if you had, so let's say if you, there were five positions because you have the, if it's 108 minutes. Yeah. You have the minutes, the three minute positions and the two second positions. Right. So if you have one through five, we saw positions three, four, and five turn into red. I'm just going to call them hieroglyphics. Hieroglyphics. Were yeah. they, yes, they were are. Were they red backgrounds and black symbols? Yeah. Okay. And then, but we never saw the first two finish because Locke puts the numbers in yep. and it resets. Yep. So. So, uh, so what the fuck? <laughs> I was going to ask you that, but uh, sure. Um. <laughs> well, so what the fuck is, um, you know, lost. This is, sleuths. wait, sorry. Okay. Oh, sure. This is, what base, is this Swan Base? Swan Station, yeah. Swan Station. And then, but we know there's six stations? Yes. This, okay, so that the, is, that in, doesn't in the video, it's, it is stated that this is station three of six. So we know Swan and we know Arrow. Is there? Mm, so that doesn't correspond to the symbols, at least not. No, it doesn't. At face value, because the bird is not a Swan and right. it appears in position four. Okay. So I can tell you the sleuths of the time translated this as shortly okay. after this episode came out. It's not fun. <laughs> good i mean they uh no one could figure out like exactly what it was meant to mean uh after this episode but um what they were able to translate essentially was just death (laughs) (laughs) um the symbols mean death okay well that tracks i guess yep (laughs) so weird yeah it certainly sounded like something was going to happen right Oh, it sounded real bad. There were some scary noises happening uh, in the background. So the symbols that apparently mean death started to appear and some scary, scary machinery noises or something in the background, right? Yeah. So, yeah. We're we're definitely going to circle back to that. Don't you worry. Oh, wait. Are you saying we're going to learn more? Oh, oh, Marshall. <laughs> Marshall. <laughs> We're going to learn more. Excellent. But right now, we do have to revisit Henry Gale from Minnesota. Um, Saeed is convinced that Henry is one of them. He just knows it. But Locke says, 
Or no, I'm sorry. Jack says, I think that's what Rousseau thought about you once, Saeed. And, you know, didn't she torture you for the same reason? And she was completely wrong. And that's when Locke is like, well, he is one of them. He is another. We're all others. It's all relative. <laughs> Fucking Locke, man. Such a pretentious voice. <laughs> uh. Yes, that is my Locke voice. Um. So anyway, yeah, Saeed comes out of this interaction convinced that he is right. Uh... And that, and that Henry Gale from Minnesota is actually another. Right. Well, we see <clears throat> when when Jack finally breaks in and pulls Saeed away, Henry looks at him. Oh, yeah. Th- yep. Mm-hmm. In a way, it's almost like he smiles. Yeah. It's almost like he smiles. And at that point, I was convinced that Saeed was right, but yep. not, not to torture him, but because it... it Again, torture doesn't matter. It doesn't do anything. Unless right. it does for plot reasons. But when he looked at him like that, it was... Oh, man. It was it was really fucking creepy. Yeah. No, that... there. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> that moment, I'm glad you noticed because that started a whole flurry of shit. Like, there, this was a hotly contested episode when it came out. People trying to figure out... Figure oh, out Henry Gale, sure. obviously. Um... And then our, our episode ends with Saeed telling Charlie about torturing Henry. Uh, and his reasoning is that he knows he's right because he feels no guilt for what he did to him. But there's no way I can ever explain to Jack or even Locke because they've both forgotten what the others are capable of. Uh, and then they can take any one of us whenever they choose. And then he says, so tell me, Charlie, have you forgotten? Mm. So... It kind of seems like Saeed's maybe going to start his own little army. He's definitely kind of snapped. Yeah, he is snapped for sure. What do you think about his reasoning being, I know that he's another because I don't feel guilty for beating the shit out of him? Uh, It's not very good reasoning. Not sound reasoning, right? No, because feeling guilty about something is not... (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) It's an indication of your own psyche and moral compass and not... Not feeling guilty is an indication that he no longer <laughs> has it's a soul. An in, it's an inward thing, <laughs> yeah. not an outward yeah. thing. So, okay. <sighs> Henry Gale from Minnesota, man. What, yeah. I, what I can tell you, I want to tell you, you know, what people were saying at the time, right? Because okay. there were people on both sides. So, I'll tell you Both some... sides meaning a good guy Sorry. or neutral guy or other. Yeah, really, really, there were there were three sides. There were Henry Gale's telling the truth, and holy shit, it's really, really fucked up. Like, if this is all true, everything he's saying, this is so fucked up. <laughs> yeah, for everyone involved. <laughs> or he is just like Goodwin and Ethan, infiltrating them from the others, using you know yet another method or whatever, and they're playing right into his hands. Or he's some other weird third thing where it just feels, it just really feels like he's lying, but it also doesn't make any sense that he would be another. Because, you know, they said they would leave him alone, uh, they, they would leave our group alone, and, you know. Right, but he didn't show up at their group, he got caught. So technically, they still haven't messed with them, right? That's true, and this could be seen, you know, if he is another, this could definitely be seen as an act of aggression, right? Right, or it could have just been, like, scouting and, and gotten caught in a trap. Well, right, but, like, with very little... Or an little, aggression from... From our the, group. From our group, Yeah, yes. like, the oh, others yeah, could, certain. could easily be like, uh, what the fuck are you doing to our guy, right? 
But yeah. the sentiment at the time, and I think what we've gathered from from this point or up until this point is like the others wouldn't get just get captured. You know what I mean? Like that feels so bonkers. So like okay, interesting, right? <clears throat> so people are like, I mean, if he's either another, and this is all some kind of crazy three D chess, or he's just some other thing like there's still these other groups on the island that we don't know about like the fucking dharma initiative right like or he is just henry gale from minnesota and you know something about him feels sinister because you are right he gave saeed a look he, yeah and throughout this episode while saeed was getting information from him he was also getting information from saeed right yeah oh for sure so like he is playing his own game. It is just impossible to know from this episode what that game is. It's a good um, point. So, yeah. So, yeah, he's... What, does that make him a fucking... He's like a fucking fifth party now? <laughs> yeah, there's so many at this point. There's main section, tail section, others... Or Dharma, others, and then Henry. <laughs> yeah. A fifth faction has entered the... Maybe there's six factions to match all six stations of the... That doesn't make any sense. Whatever. Uh, it's also not a number. But yeah, I mean, it, it's a number. It's not one of the numbers. The <laughs> The main uh, takeaway, I think, that, that a lot of people in the audience had from this episode was it feels totally wild if he really is another. Like, why would they, why would they try this again, right? Like, even if... Like, let's say he was genuinely caught off guard and captured by Rousseau and you know this was all happenstance why would they try to get away with the whole oh I'm such and such from so and so place you can trust me right it's like maybe, this already didn't work because, twice <laughs> right yeah maybe every other has like a fucking uh witness protection like <laughs> uh alternate identity that they whip out whenever they get caught <laughs> yeah um but yeah, or they just think that maybe the captured thing is more believable than sh- I don't know. It is that would be bizarre. Yeah. So from just from this episode, what do you have a gut feeling guess about Henry? Yeah. Hey, then I'm gonna hey. make you do it. I'm gonna make you make an official guess after each episode. because oh, it will be fuck. revealed. It we will get a reveal this season of whether or not Henry Gale's telling the truth and like who he really is. We will know by the end of the season. So I am going to make you tell me what you think. <laughs> so that well, we can... in that case, I'm going to say it's a mix of both. He he both is who he says he is, but his motivations are not clear. Like, he's his motivations are not lined up with either, maybe either party. Like, something is something is going on yeah. with him. Yeah. He, he, he is not just an innocent guy that got caught walking through the woods. Another thing I'll throw out there that that is something people were saying at the time. Um, you know, we've been talking about how ridiculous this giant yellow balloon concept is. Also seems to be pretty easily verifiable, right? Yeah, well, that's so, what he was asking, where is your wife buried? Because you could go find yeah, the corpse. like, well, not just the corpse, but the giant yellow balloon. Right, also right? that, yes. Like, correct. if he's telling the truth, there is a giant yellow balloon somewhere to be found. So, like, that seems like kind of a wild thing to lie about because it could be so easily, you know, it could buy him a couple days while they try to find it, I guess. And maybe he could try to escape in that time. So maybe that's, you know, maybe that's the whole thing. It is a wild thing to lie about, though. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, what a weird, specific, easily verifiable thing to lie about. (laughs) So, there we go. So you think 
you think he's the third thing. He's maybe not another, but maybe not telling the truth, and there's just something sinister and weird <coughs> and other about him. Maybe he's Dharma Initiative. Okay. Um, trying to, you know, get a, get a beat on what's going on. Uh, but I, yeah, I, I don't know. I, he's not, he's not, I'll just say this. I can say with, I will say with 100% certainty, he's not just what he says of face value. Okay. That's all I, I can really, like you said, he doesn't seem like another. Yeah. But you know what he does seem like? What? Like he's played by a really, really, really fucking amazing actor that we're going to love so much in this season. <laughs> oh, okay. Have you seen him in anything else, Michael Emerson? I had to look him up. Do not look him up. Do not look oh, okay. him up. Because oh, okay. this... <laughs> Do not look him up because that will probably spoil who he is in this show because this is one of his most famous roles. Oh. Um, so please don't look him up. Um, Do you but, know what else he was in? Um, the only other thing I've actually seen him in was... Uh, what is it called? Person of Interest? Um, he... <laughs> but, yeah. I mean, this this show is what what i love him from what most people love him from and it's like i have a whole list of other shit that he's in that i want to that i need to go back and look up and uh and watch he's in a show called evil that i think is relatively new um okay i think it's called evil i don't know anyway he's a really really great actor uh if you couldn't have already gotten that from this episode because holy shit so yeah that's one of them one of them hold on one second i can't hear anything um did you the... ever see that movie, uh, oh. Them? Them. No. I think it was called Them. Them. It's like a 50s sci-fi movie about fire-breathing ants that come out of the ground. Oh, no. Okay. <laughs> Did you ever, er- okay. Well, did you ever play <laughs> Fallout, Fallout 3? No, you've asked me about Fallout so many times. Ah, <laughs> oh, fuck. Okay. <laughs> Why? What is? What does this make you think well, about Well, there was Fallout? a quest in Fallout 3 called Those, which was based on them, oh. which is fire-breathing ants that came out of the ground. I thought it was going to be related to this episode somehow. <laughs> no, sorry, I just wanted them. We're, we're still talking about this episode. We're spiraling off. Okay. I'm spiraling off. All right. Anyway, uh, oh, there it is. The next episode. The next episode is called Maternity Leave. Maternity Leave. So who's that going to be about? I Well, I'm going to go ahead and say it's Claire, right? Claire's the, yeah. I'm going to go ahead and say you're probably right. <laughs> Yes. Oh man. Um. How do we end these things? <laughs> Gosh, you take a break for one week. Take a break for one. <laughs> you know what? I don't know that's gonna make it any better than you normally do. <laughs> oh wait, no, stop, stop. Um, social media. Stop. We have social media. Talk to us on Twitter <coughs> at Jungle of Mystery or Instagram at Jungle of Mystery Pod or Gmail Jungle of Mystery Pod at Gmail dot com. Tell me about Henry Gale from Minnesota. And how much you love him. Because, man, is this a good series of episodes. Henry Gale. Okay. Where can they listen to us? They can listen to us on Anchor, where we publish. Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, uh, and assorted other podcast delivery services. Um, Just a a quick uh, update. We got our Spotify wrapped. Uh, which showed us like Ooh, all yeah. the stats for our channel, uh, channel for our podcast <laughs> over the year, and it was pretty wild. We put up over fourteen hundred minutes of content, Woo-hoo. which is that's wild, an insane number. Uh, we have <clears throat> listeners in fifteen countries. Uh, we have 
I think over half the states we have a listener in. Wow. Um, yeah, it's wild. Um, it's pretty crazy that we've something that we just we did we started as a thing to because we wanted to entertain ourselves essentially. Yeah, I mean, as an international audience, and there were five people who we were their number one podcast. Oh, that's so exciting. <laughs> I have no idea how. Thank you. I yeah, I did are. have a couple of people uh reach out to me and say and show that like we were on their Spotify Wrapped or whatever for their podcast for the yeah. year. And I'm like, oh my a, god. A good friend of mine, shout out to Taylor who uh Yeah, uh, yes, Taylor was one of them on yep. on uh Instagram. We were in our top uh, he was in we were in his top five next to freaking last podcast on the left, which is probably my like my favorite podcast of all time. And, uh, it's <laughs> wild so yeah thanks to everybody who's uh yeah. still listening and uh we seem to keep growing at a steady pace it's it's wild it uh, is yeah but it's it's fun share us with your friends if you're enjoying use this as leverage to make your friends watch lost if they haven't seen it yet that's what yeah. i would that's what i would do <laughs> try to find new converts to watching lost <laughs> And also listening to our podcast, but really, really at the end of the day, this is all about just getting people to watch Lost. So <laughs> a decade <laughs> afterwards, <laughs> it's just still so important. Everyone needs to watch it. JJ Abrams and and what's his face? No, not JJ Abrams. What's the guy's name? Yeah, JJ Abrams. Oh, JJ Abrams. Yeah, and Damon Lindelof. Yeah, yeah. They need the, they need the money, guys. Come on, <laughs> help these. They indie need creators your support. Out. They's indie create. We need to support all of our Westworld got canceled. They need you more than ever. <laughs> Which is actually really sad that Westworld got canceled, but it wasn't good anymore. So I heard season four was garbage. Not not that sad. But anyway, listen, guys. Everybody has to watch Lost because if we can't live together, we're gonna die alone. Hey, that was different. <laughs> it was a different thing you did. It wasn't that bad. Oh, one of the better ones. <laughs> Thanks, hon. It, 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 it wasn't, if we don't have sex together, we're gonna die alone. <laughs> oh my god. Oh man, we fucking, when I was editing that last episode, I fucking died when I got to that part you wanted me to cut. <laughs> Holy shit. Oh man. Yeah. <laughs> butt plug. It looks exactly like a butt plug. Oh my god. I don't remember, to be honest. I'll have to look it up.